The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now we've got a text in on, on, on that number and it's nothing to do with Christmas movies. It's to do with the suggestions that the government are considering abolishing teachers' career breaks as a way of dealing with the shortage of teachers in the system. This person says, I am a teacher living and working in Dublin. The government considering to cut career breaks is another slap in the face of teachers. I'm 32 and living with my parents. I'm in my fifth year working in school. I have a contract of indefinite employment, but I will not be able to afford a home. I'm strongly considering leaving to work in tech and not having the option of a career break to do so is another push. Ultimately, teacher wages are not good enough. I love teaching and I don't want to leave, but most likely I will have to. This issue has even been raised in the doll today by Mary Lou MacDonald, who brought up Minister Norma Foley's own career break. The housing emergency is now spilling into education. Schools are really struggling to recruit teachers. Teachers can't afford the extortionate rents that are being charged. Um, And indeed, uh, so many are locked out of any real opportunity of ever purchasing their own home. I I was uh, shocked, gobsmacked, in fact, to hear that the Minister for Education's first response to this was a suggestion of cancelling career breaks for teachers, uh, not least because the Minister herself is on a career break uh, from teaching. Clearly, that is not uh, the answer. Yeah, that was Mary Lou MacDonald uh, speaking in the doll a little bit uh, earlier. Peter is with me. Peter is a primary school teacher in County Meath. Peter, have you taken a career break? Uh, no, Kieran, I haven't taken a career break yet, but it's something that I have been thinking about. Um, so I'm teaching in my 12th year house, and it's around that time where you start to consider maybe a career break to go uh, do something else within the education section and then bring those skills back into the staff room and the, the classroom. So there's something that I certainly considered, and I'm aghast uh, to hear Minister Foley's, uh, what I believe is to be kite-flying, uh, to be honest. I think it's a distraction from the real issue. And the real issue is we've got a teacher shortage that's been perpetuated by the housing crisis and the cost of living crisis. Mm. I think that's what we should be talking about, and not about um, whether new entrants should be banned from having career breaks. I think it's ridiculous. I mean, it, it does strike me as missing the point if you've got teachers who won't apply for jobs in Dublin because of the cost of rent and then your solution is to try and make the terms and conditions for those teachers worse. It makes no sense because the the reason why teachers uh, can't live in Dublin, as you say, is because they can't afford the rent. So what are they doing? They're moving to uh, places like Dubai where they can save up money for a deposit so they can come back and buy a home. Now, if that's not an example of a dysfunctional system, then I'm not sure what is. And the answer is certainly not to uh, ban career breaks. I, I know uh, you, you say you, you might use it for research or something else that would benefit time in the classroom. I know there's other teachers who use it for travel. There's other teachers, again, who use it to go abroad, and we all know them, to places like Dubai, and work and save up a bit of money so that they can afford to buy a home. And it's the only mechanism through which they can buy a home. It strikes me as well as self-defeating to say to kids who are filling out their CAO as we speak and maybe considering putting down primary school teaching, you know the way your older brother or sister went to Dubai and made money and now they own their own home? We're going to shut that avenue off to you. But please, please put down teaching on the CAO. Well, Kieran, when I was in Leaving Cert, I remember very distinctly going into the student council, the guidance council at the time. And as soon as I said teaching to him, he said, ah, teaching. Stable job, great choice. And that was the, uh, that's the allure of teaching, that it's a stable job that you can come in and you can aspire to home 
ownership. And one of the terms and conditions of teaching is the idea of the career break. So if we are eroding those terms and conditions, then you're counterintuitive by banning career breaks when it's an incentive to try and take on the job. And I just, I cannot fathom what Minister Foley is trying to achieve by, I, I, I think it's, to be honest, I think it's Orwellian levels of deflection and distraction away from what the real issues are. Well, Katrina's with us from Clonmel and County Tipperary. Uh, Katrina, uh, what was your reaction today when you heard suggestions that this was on the table? Hi, thanks for letting me on the show. Uh, lovely to speak to you. Um, well, first of all, I agree with your caller there that um, I it needs a strategic answer, not just one answer. And the, you know, if you go into teaching, usually it's a vocation. Usually most teachers are extremely dedicated to teaching and to their students and work extremely hard. And you need a tremendous amount of patience to be a teacher, which isn't to be found in the greater population. So you need a certain type of attitude, which is in itself of high value because of the dedication that's involved in it. So um, in um, this afternoon, I was listening to another radio program on News Talk, and in that talk, I put down a couple of items, strategically speaking. Like, for instance, I'm a trained trainer. Um, I'm in adult education, and I've qualified as a teacher, and I'm registered with the Teaching Council of Ireland as, as a third-level tutor. But I can actually teach the secondary syllabus um, because it's uh, it's at a lower level to what I would have studied uh, myself. I have a postgrad in management yeah. and business, but I can't teach in a secondary school technically. Now, someone can correct me if I'm wrong, because I haven't been through this two-year program. Now, just to backtrack a bit, a few years this this program used to be a one-year program, which was palatable to a postgrad. You know, if, you're, if you've already yeah. done a lot of study and you want to become a teacher in a secondary school, one year you think that's kind of doable, but it was certainly doable years ago when it used to be about three and a half grand to do. Now, during 2011, the government made it compulsory that if you were working in an ETB, you couldn't just have a master's and teach. You had to be registered with the teaching council, and that is good. That's quality, quality management. I agree with that. On the other hand, I don't agree with the amount it costs today to become a teacher. It's astronomical. It's You can be paying 14000 a year to study teaching in some other teaching schools. And that is really double the price of a master's. Mm. Now, I think the government have to get real here. You know, that's a disincentive to start off with because... If, and also, I'm a mature, say if I was going in now, I'd be a mature adult going in. They expect me to follow the same program. Imagine after yeah. working in business for 30 years, they expect me to follow the same program that is someone coming out of university, just out, never worked a day before, going in to study this. It's too, it's, they're not thinking all the, they should have different entry points for different candidates so that it makes it easy for them to enter. The other thing they need to do is take people like me and ask, I'm registered with the Teaching Council, they must have data, and they must be able to say, oh, I can see there, this lady, she's qualified, let's ring her up, let's find out, does she want to teach in a secondary school for a decent amount of time, 
in what her locations are and let's get her on and te- let her teach her subject. Okay. Well, uh, and the other, yeah, loads yeah. of people getting in touch in 53106. One person says, if all the teachers are pulled off their career breaks, the doll will only be half empty. Uh, somebody else says, not a thought for the pupils. Obviously, they don't matter. I'm not sure is that a criticism of teachers, of the government, of me. I'm not quite sure. Anyway, 5306, the number. And John and Kilkenny says, oh, the poor teachers, no career breaks now, so I guess those long holidays aren't long enough and I can't go to Dubai to get money to buy a house. But who cares about the ordinary folk while the poor teachers cry again? Utter BS. John, do you know what? I kind of appreciate uh, the frustration some of the private sector might feel about some of the uh, terms and conditions, but they are the terms and conditions. They are the deal. And I don't know what the problem is with teachers being able to buy a house or teachers being well paid or us having enough teachers to teach the kids in our schools. I think that's a good thing. And society should be judged on things like that. And if you're judging us at the moment, you'd have to say we are coming out uh, pretty poorly. Peter is still with us, the primary school teacher in County Mead. Peter, I I think just on, on John's point, I mean... Um, uh, Peter's no longer uh, with us my apologies Uh, but listen uh, John's view is quite clear Uh, not much sympathy for the teachers 53106 uh, the text number if you want to get in touch with us uh, here on the uh, show